What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Swanee Speaks Up show with your favorite life coach, Swanee. And Miss Naptime, please. And y'all know we about to run these plays. What's going on, Miss Naptime? Still good? Hey, we back at it, y'all. Back at it. Once yeah, so again. working on my bedtime routine, y'all. Working on it. Yep. Were you working on yours, you said? Yes. Well, it should be ours. Like I said, you know how it go, y'all, ladies? When we in bed, you come to bed, too. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, how it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, you know. I that's... can't sleep while my lover muffin. Oh, okay, like, okay. I my got love muffin you. next to me, you. I feel that's, that's, you know, next to God, you know, uh, second to my husband, you know, that security, you know, knowing just by my side, you know, especially be having a black man, y'all. The fact that my man comes at home, I'm so grateful. The fact that he can bail me at night, not in these streets, so grateful. Oh, yeah, nah, ain't nothing in them streets. I know that. Yeah, he not in the, he not in the streets. He in those sheets. Facts. Big facts. <laughs> With his uh, wife, y'all. Yeah, yep. did. Yep. Not girlfriend. His wife, y'all. He put a ring on it, y'all. Yep. Long time ago. Sure yep. did. That's a fact. That is a fact. And you know, so speaking of uh, speaking mm-hmm. of uh, putting a ring on it, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I got a question for y'all. Anybody ever asked you um, a question that made you second guess yourself? Anybody ever do that to you, Miss Nathan? You say what? Anybody ever ask you a question that makes you second guess yourself? Yeah. Okay. Especially if like it's something like you're not really familiar with. Mmm, something you're not familiar with. So there's a reason I asked that question, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, our episode, we are on episode 43 right now. And the title is, Are You Sure? And that are you sure question, it, it always sows a seed of doubt in your mind. Because when you say something, you meant what you said. But then when somebody come behind and say, are you sure about that? It, it, it makes you think like, hmm, I don't know. Am I sure about So, So that, that's kind of the breakdown that we put down for the episode. Um, these words, have you ever heard words like this? I wouldn't try that if I were you. So you tell somebody you're doing something. I wouldn't try that if I were you. Or have they asked you a question like, are you sure this will work? Are you, are you are you sure you want to try that? Are you, you sure you, you are you sure you want to marry that girl? Are you sure? I don't know. You know they you know they say about the statistics of marriage. You sure about that? Hey man, I don't know. You sure you want to sign up to go into the military? Man, people go overseas. They don't come back. They come back with post traumatic stress. Man, you sure about that, brother? Ah, yeah. Hey, sure you want to write that book, man? Man, I know a lot of people that tried. They never got that book published. You sure? I, I mentioned all those in those different examples because those are all things that I've done and have been successful at. I've definitely, I've definitely gotten married, and we're going on eleven years of marriage. You know what I'm saying? Going on eleven. Double one up in here. Oh no! Oh no! On set. Is that eleven? Yes, on set. Yeah, on set, yeah. On set, yeah. Went to the military and did my six years. Wrote a book, published a book. So these are all things that I've done, but these are all things 
that someone at some point of time second guessed me on or made me try and second guess myself while I was in the process of doing it or putting it together. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to I want to actually break this down and I want to talk about a few instances. Uh, I want us to talk about a few instances where people actually did that to us and made us second guess some things that we may have been doing. So, Ms. Nap Time, I'm going to ask you a few things. How many times uh, can you give us an example of when somebody tried to second guess you on something that was close to your heart or you felt strongly about? Uh, come back to that question. <laughs> I got to think. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, um, so I gave a few examples, but I'll, I'll give I'll give another one. Um, so I'll say this one. Um, when I decided to run my own business, as I said, yeah, when I became an entrepreneur and I still work a nine to five, but when I decided to go on the journey of being an entrepreneur, there are a lot of people who would second guess that, you know, they'll ask questions like, Hey, uh, you, you know, are you sure about that? You know, you've, have you heard that most businesses fail in the first two to five years and they don't last that long? And, you know, there's, there's a lot of risks in business and, you know, so they'll, they'll sow all these seeds of doubt and put them in your mind and have you feeling like, you know, you're about to go crazy or make you feel as if you're not able to accomplish it because because for some for whatever reason they don't believe you can do it and more times than not what i've actually realized is when people sow those seeds of doubt is really because they don't believe that they themselves can do it so they'll try and place that that unbearable limitation on you based on their own lack of belief in themselves so they'll only ask are you sure because they know they're not sure and that's one big that's one huge thing that i noticed you know so I'll say, I'll say that, you know, that question is really, it's seriously rooted in fear. I got it now. You got it? Yes. Okay, cool. Because, you know, I was just dragging that out just so you can get okay. it. Okay. You know so basically, That's all I, I was doing. You know what I'm saying? I try to get you together. You know? uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Us with homeschooling, our children, like that was a big one for us. You know, it's not only with family, but with the world in general. That the world trying to tell you, uh, homeschooling, you know, your child gonna be socially awkward. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna be real. I don't like interacting with people for real. And I went, I went to public school, and I wish I didn't. I, I, I wish I was homeschooled myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could be social when I want to. I mean, I, I mean, you can't even tell that I'm like a uh, ambivert. Right. But you know, but every kid is different. Especially coming from like a Christian background, like honestly, with this with the way this world going now, you should be homeschooling your kids. But I know, you know, some women, you know, have no village. Some women have have to work, and so single moms, you know, so you do what you gotta do. But if you have the opportunity, like man, <laughs> homeschool. Yeah. Like, mm-mm, like. So that's one thing. And, you know, it was a little learning curve, you know, homeschooling this past, like, semester for our son. But now I got down pat. Mm-hmm. And, like I said, it's kind of funny how, like, my daughter, she thinks now that, you know, that, you know, she homeschooled that we supposed to do something fun every single day. Yep. 
So, yeah. like, you know, we go to the gym, we go to the zoo, you know, we got memberships like a children's museum, and, you know, I find new play things we can go to. So, on a regular, they are going somewhere at least about, like, six, five, six days a week. Mm-hmm. And so, and sometimes, so I'm teaching our children, especially my daughter, my son, he's, he's like me. You know, he's a homebody, you know, he likes being in the comfort of his home. And so, I'm teaching my daughter that you don't have to go out to have fun. You can do little things at home, you know, learn to enjoy your, yourself, you know, and use your imagination to, to, you know, do things at home. Of course, you know, uh, hopefully, you know, God bless us to move and, you know, and we can have a house in a nice area and we can use, utilize the backyard more. And then we had like a little uh, playground in the back and other stuff, but um so that's it so just um that's only about though i mean i like my kids being home i like how i'm gonna make lunches and breakfast every day like so my kids in public school or our kids was in public school my kids not eat the breakfast uh well maybe they didn't eat like the lunch at school because uh my children are somewhat picky eaters so the only thing we eat at school maybe they have like for lunch like pizza hot dog well my son ate the pizza at school and then my daughter ate like the hot dog and the pizza sometimes. I think it must sound like the, like the chicken nuggets. But I was packing lunch five days a week for breakfast and lunch, y'all. So that's like, uh, you know, two kids. You know, that's like, um, you know, two breakfast, two lunch. You know, and it, I was like, I was, I was like, bro, I'm, I'm sick of this. I don't know, like, but you might say, well, if they at home with you, you make them anyways. But it, it's, it's a difference, y'all. Mm-hmm. It's really a difference, you know. And because, uh, and what else? Me waking up, like I was, was like waking up to just get two kids ready for school. That's gonna sit right in my spirit to put for school. And I like how we can take our time in the morning. We got to rush and like jump to school and get into like mommy mode. Or hey, you're getting the car. It's time to go and all that. You know, I'm glad for like the uh, the slow mornings, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gives you time to think. Yeah. Think, plan. And just the flexibility. Yeah. Like of like planning our day. You know, we could do. And their school is flexible too. Um, you know, we'll. Our daughter's in pre-K, um, which should be a kindergarten next school year. And then our son is starting first grade this month. And so, um, you know, it's a flexibility. You know, I can play school videos in the car while we're out going to uh, appointments and where we're going to, you know. But school just anywhere. And I like how there's no really negative outside influences in going to the school. Like, you know, I like how that his school curriculum pertains to our faith you know like for science you know there's no we came from monkeys and all that no it big, says big bang theory right the big bang theory yeah. you know and i like how it says you know god created the heaven and the earth you know you know quoting genesis and all that mm-hmm. i like that you know yeah but anyway that's like a whole other topic <laughs> nah man it helps out a lot because i mean if you don't if you have a certain belief system you, this is something my mother actually told me a long time ago when i was a kid you know, she was saying that she took courses when she was in college. And I think this is back in like maybe the, the late 70s, early 80s. And she says she took college classes that, you know, if you're not careful, it can challenge your belief system and challenge your faith. 
you know, so being part of the Christian belief system, if you believe a certain thing, then, you know, it's it makes it difficult for you to take a class that's teaching something the complete opposite of what you believe. So if they teaching you about the Big Bang Theory and you saying you actually have a belief system, uh, a Christian belief system, then, you know, that that if you're not rooted in your faith properly can challenge you. It can, oh, yeah. it can really challenge you and it can cause problems and slip ups in your life based on this curriculum that that's essentially kind of getting forced down your throat before you for you to even pass the the class and you to get your degree program because it's some of those situations where you actually have to take this class you can't drop the class you have to take it because it's it, mandatory for you to take it to actually receive the, the degree so you know she told me that a long time ago you know you really have to be rooted in your faith when you take some of these college courses and some and classes in general but i would just say for them i'm i'm, I'm definitely glad about that but um I just wanted to add that feedback. I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, I said, when I went to community college, I had the science class, and, you know, and I feel some type of weight. You know, they told us the Big Bang Theory. We have to have a test on it. And I was like, and I was like, God, like, you know, I know what your word is true, but, you know, I, I got a degree, and I just put the answer down what they wanted me to say. But deep down in my spirit, I didn't like that. Right, right. But, you know, like... I don't know. So did, did, let me ask this then, because I mean, because this kind of all ties into the topic. The mm-hmm. Are you sure? So when you have to take classes like that, to a degree, it's without them even realizing that they're doing it, they're making you second. Not, I should say they're making you second guess. Mm-hmm. But what they're attempting Sorry, to do <laughs> is to get you to second guess yourself. Yeah, she over here yawning. and it's all good. She had a long day. It's all. Yeah, it's real life. It's y'all. all good. It's, it's all good. <laughs> It's all good, you know. It's all good. You know, y'all. If y'all new to the pod, it's off a podcast. If you didn't know, but if you're new to the pod, y'all, we used to do the podcast when the kids are in bed for the night. So, mm-hmm. her name is Nap Time. Me, please, for a reason. So, you but sure though, we did a recent fast like a while ago. About last month, we did a fast. Was it last month? Uh, yeah, probably been about a month by now. Yeah. So last month we did a fast and it was for three days and we drastically uh changed our diet, y'all. I know what time it was. I couldn't be caught in that time to please no more for those three days because I was all like NG what? NG who? That's oh, me, yeah. y'all. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was on 10. She ain't taking yeah. no naps or nothing. It was crazy. Yeah. I know who and she then was. like, you know, out of my mouth, you say like I'd be like, oh I'm so tired, I need a nap, I need a nap. Oh. And I didn't they, they didn't caught my mouth. James was shocked. He's like, "What?" I, nah. was, I, I was, but I kind of wasn't because I know the power of fasting and changing your diet. Because I mean, this it you know I don't I don't even think I talked about this on the on the podcast yet. But uh, when I originally became a vegetarian, I want to say it was back in 2015. I remember I I wanted to do an experiment just to see how my body would react or how you know how it would feel. And so previous, so when I, this is when I was in the military still. So each drill weekend, I always ate something with a lot of meat or whatever. The, I think it was like meat, carbs. So it was heavy on the carbs, heavy on the meat. And this one particular drill, I just decided to do something different. Just eat vegetables. I think I ate maybe like a potato and some salad. Uh, it was basically a completely plant-based type of a lunch that I ate. Uh, yeah, and I think I ate, yeah, I ate a potato and a salad and something else and, uh, and some fruit. And I remember after lunch, I just had all this energy. 
because previously on those previous drills, I was always sluggish right after lunch. Like, I want to go take a nap. You know, the itis hit you. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yo, I just want to go to sleep. This was every drill. But this particular drill, I actually got energized. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I, I couldn't believe it. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. And it was at that point I decided, I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm done with meat. I'm done with meat. Now, I'm not saying I have not eaten meat since then, but, you know, it, it's a, it was a reminder. Like, yo, when we did that fast and we just, all we did was the fruits, the vegetables, and all, what was it, the fruits and vegetables we did? Something like that. Well, like for three days, we did it. Yeah, but it was For the first three days, it was just like water, well, for me, I did just like water, apple juice, like fruit. Mainly, I just ate like really like, I think I really ate raw. Like the raw fruit uh, diet. Yeah, yeah, I think you did, yeah. Yeah, so basically, I ate like the raw fruit diet for like three days, I think it was. Yeah. And like, and I know at one point, you know, like when you fast, like kind of cold turkey, like I became so like sluggish and like lethargic. And like, I remember I had a like a peach and some cherries, and like literally, like that, um, and I could feel like come through my bank, like my bloodline, and it gave me that boost I needed to like finish my day. I was like, man, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, you feel it coming through your veins for real. Right. Yeah, especially when you eat like those grapes. Yeah, I knew like, you were gonna say legit, that yeah, next. You the grapes and joint, like you literally feel it in your veins. It's like, like you feel like, like the water, water. hydrating, yeah, like you're, yeah. you feel hydrated. Yeah, you literally feel the hydration going through your body, and that's why I'm like, it's crazy what just changing your diet does. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like man, look, we we'll second guess that all you day know, long. And currently, we do like a 24 hour fast, so we just started at 8 p.m. like yep. today, y'all. Literally just started. So we're doing a 24 hour fast, like just from food. We just got to drink water, and you know, and oh, there's another thing. We was fasting like last month for those. It really, it was like seven days, but for the first three days, we really went like really in, you know. Uh, and for the fast, I had like. My stomach was kind of like protruded out, like my upper stomach. And then I remember I had like severely bad brain fog. And like when I did that fast, like my mental clarity like was was amazing. Like I think I went from like 100% brain fog, like 90% being brain fog. And it went down to like 20%, like 10%. And like I used to like forget a lot of stuff. So what I thought about, I couldn't think clearly. And even now, even though I'm back eating food, that like my brain fog, that's that severe degree, has not returned. Hmm. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Eating to live. Yep. And I read that book too, uh, by uh, Muhammad Ali. Uh, Eat to live. Elijah Muhammad. Dang, yeah, Elijah Muhammad. Dang, yeah. It's like, I'm tired, yeah, I'm it's tired. <laughs> right on, love. It's all so, good. yeah, Elijah Muhammad. And he had a book called Eat to Live. And, you know, uh, he talks about, like, the benefit of fasting, you know. Yeah, and, you know, book. and we, we're, we're not really made to eat all day, you know. And I do know that, like, we have some knowledge, but, of course, we let our stomach rule our mind. And opposed to our minds, it's supposed to rule our stomach. Yep. You know, and I'm getting back to like eating like uh lately I've been doing like two meals a day and I like like about a snack too. But you know, hey, that's hey, that's like a, a one one meal less, y'all. Baby steps. <laughs> yeah, baby steps. And that's what he said too in the book. He said like, don't do a cold turkey because you're gonna uh maybe do a few hours and you get back to doing square one. Yeah. And he said like you know start like for a while you know uh go down from three meals to two meals and then one meal and then. 
and you be fasting every other day or two days or three days but you know mm-hmm. but i ain't gonna spill the beans the book read for yourself yeah yeah read that book go ahead and pick it up like for and real. you know what though and that's another thing too like of course you know they're like he was like uh of like the muslim faith but sometimes you know like I listen to a lot of people that's, that's like, that like that's like Hebrew is like to be honest. I mean I'm not doing I'm still a Christian, but like you don't really hear about a lot of Christians doing about fasting. Like they're not dropping them gyms like the, you know like certain people do. Right. No, you know they're not dropping them gyms and like and like as I said like with the um with the Muslim faith they keep their people accountable and then with the christian faith you know a lot of people struggle with gluttony you know nobody talking about gluttony you know mm, uh that's, that's a, a it's really the main thing nobody really talking about gluttony in the christian faith and you know and um and like biblical femininity you know i'm learning about i've learned about biblical femininity first from a hebrew israelite woman you know, and that's why we gotta be the ones to do it. Right. That's, we gonna be the ones. Right here. Swanish picks up. We gonna show y'all how to run the <laughs> yeah, And maybe we do like a podcast like on, on, on fasting, like like I spend with fasting, y'all. Like and so Yeah, uh, I think we should have a fast expert come on. Somebody that is, you know, somebody that's big on that. I th- I think we should have somebody come on, we interview them. I, th- I believe that's what we should do. Yeah, okay, I, I believe. Yeah, me. I believe we're gonna have to do that. Yeah, we have somebody come on and talk to us about the importance. And of y'all, fasting. you know, please keep healthy, y'all. Start taking your vitamins, your vitamin C, y'all. We got this new COVID out. You know, uh, that's worse than the last COVID. 2. You know, 0. now it's the fall. Happy fall, y'all. You know, uh, hope these bugs die soon. Mm-hmm. Get them out of here. And like, isn't me or like the gnats been really bad this year? It's been terrible. <laughs> like. We had like so many nests, like we bought the little uh the raid light traps and I gotta change them out at least like every like week and a half. Like it'd be so many nets on that thing. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know what it is. So happy fall. I'm excited, y'all, for the cooler weather, the bugs dying, you know, the hot cocoa. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely excited about that. Something else I'm excited about is this wonderful book called Honor Your Path, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all thought I was gonna forget it. Nope. Load on the track like a segue. You did. Yeah, it's a 31-day journey towards your desired greatness. Uh, Too often, we tend to struggle with an identity crisis. Who am I? Why am I here? And what's my purpose? Struggle no more. Because Honor Your Path is the book you want to read to answer these pressing questions that you have. This book is a 31-day self-assessment that provides thought-provoking challenges and exercises to encourage self-reflection and inspire you to make your necessary life changes. It's a great accountability tool for anyone looking to master certain areas of their lives personally as well as professionally. Let's make sure that you jump down in the description below. Jump on that link. Head on over to Amazon and start your transformation today, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate y'all pulling up and talking to us about if you're sure or not. Because we don't want you to second guess yourself. If you said it, you meant it. And I, one of my favorite quotes is say it with your chest and mean it with your chest. You feel what I'm saying? You got to mean it. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, make, don't let it come out your mouth if you're not sure. Especially men. Like, don't let it come out your mouth if you're not sure. You, your word got to be bond. Think about it first and then say it. Because when it come out your mouth, it's said now. So you got to mean it. So I appreciate y'all pulling up, ladies and gents. 
pulling up to the huddle and tapping in with us and helping us run these plays so we can go out and execute and be our best selves, the best, absolute best version of ourselves. So, Ms. Nap Time, you got anything else on this All We Should topic before we uh, shut her down? Yeah, I know what it is. Be blessed. Don't stress. Peace. All right. We appreciate it. Make sure y'all, make sure, if you haven't yet, make sure that you like this bad boy. Make sure you subscribe to this bad boy. Make sure you leave us a review. Five star glowing if you're feeling happy, if you're feeling like you want to, you know what I'm saying, push us up through the algorithm a little more so people can tap in with us. You dig? All right, y'all. We're going to get up out of here. Peace.